You're listening to Draw Knives, a Top Chef recap podcast with your host, Bernard and Nadia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Draw Knives podcast. Uh, I am Bernard. I'm Nadia. And we are going to recap episodes four of both the current Top Chef season, uh, World All-Stars, and the uh, Last Chance Kitchen. Indeed. Uh, so a lot. off this week with a quick fire, which I think anyone... Uh, I'm sure all the chefs must have known this was coming because for sure you're in England. In, yeah, um, we like a good biscuit. Yeah, they're going to do biscuits, um, which I think in America has a very different connotation. Uh, in this case, with England, they're talking about like a cookie, right? Like essentially, yeah. like a cookie base. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pastry chef, chocolatier Paul A. Young, is the guest judge. Um, before we get into the biscuits, it's really funny. Gabri has this thing where he says he's got such an Austin, um, Austin Powers vibe, uh, based on the way he's dressed. Uh-huh. And I would date him. Which oh, yeah. we really ask for just a moment is Austin Powers sexy? Because I don't think he is. <laughs> um, um, never thought of him that way, but I suppose I it, it depends who you're Gabri asking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a biscuit challenge. It's good, uh, you know, as we mentioned before, um, English biscuits or cookies. Uh, so they're tasked with making two, one sweet and one savory and immunity for the winner. Um, so let me go over and we'll go over each of them and then we can uh, discuss them as we go through them. Right. So the first um, is Victoire, uh, savory mascarpone and um, bacon sable for the savory and the sweet is a beetroot and coconut uh, oil biscuit. This did not go over well. Um, the first thing that happened during this cook was Victoire put her cookies, uh, her you know biscuits in a oven that wasn't working. Right. So, <laughs> so she had to put it in like a higher heat later and it ended up like overcooking. So it didn't end up really being executed the way that I think she, she would have preferred. Um, and they didn't, they didn't like it. Um, next is Gabri. Have you noticed by the way, with Gabri, with the way that he plates, have you noticed this? Notice what? He puts a lot of non edible garnishes. I have not noticed that. I'm going to, I'm going yeah, so to, interesting. if that's just, uh, like, a, so he put like a bunch of like corn kernels. Oh yes, he did. I do remember now that you say that I do remember the corn kernels. Cause I thought that was very interesting. Which is funny because I think Tom's one of his like things is that he doesn't like when something isn't like everything on the plate should be edible essentially is one of his, I remember hearing it once in a like a challenge he said like everything in the place should be edible like so i can imagine competition came at some point but again it's quick fire so he's not there right right but in for a cooking competition because it just it sort of it it can sort of disguise what you're trying to do underneath and i feel like it might you know annoy some of the judges in that way yeah so i get that yeah um gabri so gabri did uh, a corn biscuit with kimchi tomato and pickled celery and then for the sweet, did a corn biscuit with chocolate and chili. Uh, okay, so next was Amar. Amar did a savory of prosciutto and Parmesan biscuit with pine nuts. And the sweet was a cocoa nib and vanilla biscuit. Um, Tom did, Tom's not, did not go over well. We knew this no. was not going to go well. <laughs> as soon as they talked about how much they really think that a 
the biscuit needed to have like a like a crunch. Mm-hmm. Tom Tom who goes up and automatically says like, I don't like crunchy cookies. I hate them. So he presents this thing called clouds with <laughs> so clouds. The savory is clouds with beetroot and pickled strawberry blueberries. And then the sweet is clouds with raspberry and pickled blueberries. So um, not very much variation between the two. No, they look like basically identical <laughs> yeah. too. And he says that. Um, yeah, it doesn't go over well. They were like, this is a fine cake, but you know. We asked for a biscuit. Yeah. Um, Charbel did a uh, for savory a parmesan and walnut sable with creme fraiche. That looked really good, actually. Mm-hmm. And then the sweet was a chocolate chip biscuit with mousse and strawberry. Uh, and then they asked him, like, do you make, you know, cookies often or biscuits often? And he goes, no, but, you know, when you're <laughs> when you're a top chef, you have to do things out of your comfort zone, which was so funny because literally they just had Tom up. who was like, I don't like these kind of cookies. So I didn't, I make, didn't make them. Right. Yeah. So it's funny how, like, they literally asked the very next person and he contradicted the. Yeah. Um, Ali did a uh, Zatar biscuit. And then he also did an orange sable. He was really interesting during this. He was just like watching him just stand in front of the oven and just like kind of, you know, like watch his little baby. Like a child waiting for like the chocolate chip cookies. Is it done yet? Is it done yet? Yeah. It was really cute. You know, Nicole was kind of joshing with him. I was like, I think that's really adorable. Yeah. Um, Especially because, you know, the cookies, I think, especially because most of these are very thin, Mm -hmm. they can. I mean, the difference quickly. exactly the difference of like seconds or a minute. Um, and if he and his and his, unlike everyone else's, had like a like no topping essentially, is all in the cookie, right? So he so he could he had the luxury in the way he designed his cookies to just sit, you know, stand there. Um, Sarah did a smoked pimento cheese biscuit and a clotted cream and key lime curd biscuit, uh, very southern. Uh, Sylvia did an anchovy cookie with parsley, garlic, and shallots, which I think I would probably like. <laughs> and then for the sweet, yeah. she did a uh, rose cookie with almonds and white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Buddha, very fancy napkin here. He did like a tea presentation. It was really cute um, of his cookie. And it was a, a black pepper biscuit with prosciutto and a raspberry and whipped cream biscuit. Uh, and then Luciana did a Parmesan biscuit with crispy bacon and walnuts and sequilhos. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that uh, with tonka bean, which is a, like a uh, akin to a vanilla. Bean. Right. That's a cool thing about having all these international chefs and like learning, ingre- you know, foreign ingredients like tonka bean. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I, I've only seen tonka. I've never really seen tonka bean on a menu, mm-hmm. but I have um seen it as a descriptor on like perfumes or or colognes oh interesting so yeah that makes sense yeah uh so begonia did a sweet um so sweet was a lemon butter and apple biscuit and a lemon bis lemon butter biscuit with fennel and dill um and nicole did a cacho e pepe biscuit and a pistachio and rose biscuit. Whenever I see pistachio and rose together, I think of Turkish delight. Have you ever had? Yeah. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so that is the uh, quick fire. Uh, the bottom, Victoire. Uh, and they also mentioned beyond um, 
not liking it that it, the problem was that there was no gluten because she'd used cassava flour. So there's uh. no crunch. Uh, so she was on the bottom along with Gabri, who they, they did not like the, the chocolate sauce was too sweet. Mm-hmm. And then Tom, who clearly just Obviously. didn't do the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> um, the top was Nicole. Uh, they really liked the, her, her, her two, Luciana mm-hmm. and then Ali and Ali wins um, and wins uh, immunity, um, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, so they have the night off and they have a dinner as a group, which is very nice. I think that's always it was. Nice, especially because beyond them all competing against each other, a lot of them are just from different experiences. And I think yeah, this is a really this was a nice moment to sort of get to know uh them better. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, and it is at the point of the competition where they've spent a little bit more time together and they yes. are learning about each other and us learning, I mean, little things like the fact that Victor has only been speaking English for four months. Yeah, which like, is incredible. Like I, was I love how these buried that lead. By, yeah, I was amazed. It's, um, it's incredible. It's yeah, so things we learn at the dinner, Sarah has a degree in statistics and psychology and cooking. She did not like her job after school, uh, after this degree and decided to go to culinary school. And so this is a second career for her. Yeah. Uh, Charbel started as a hairdresser. Yeah. When he and, said that, I was like, I could see that. I totally see that. I could totally <laughs> see that. Like, yeah. um, and, and I think um, hairdresser is similar in terms of like, it's very artistic. Yeah, it's you use your hands. Use your hands. It's, you use it's sharp tools. Sharp tools, and it's also <laughs> something where your your end result is to make the person who you're serving happy, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned Begonia has a son and raises him with her ex boyfriend. Also and very mom. interesting. Yeah, uh, and they all live together. Yeah, which I guess some people think is weird, as she says, but like she's like, I just we want to surround my son with love, and that's fine. Um, I thought it was really jarring when she's like, my son was born on a Saturday and I was back to work on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like, that sounds That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, Victoire's story really touched me. Mm-hmm. She was urged by her family to leave the Congo where she's from and cook in Italy and go to culinary school. And she was really traumatized by the racism she encountered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I could just see how the reaction of all of these all these fellow competitors really, I think it's 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 easy to reduce someone to the food that they're cooking when you don't know them. So I really I really was like, I don't I don't know Victoire. Um, her her food is I feel like her best food is in front of her in terms of this competition, and but I I found myself much like how I did early in the competition with May. I just I was really like I hope Victoire does really well yeah um so they go we go to elimination we go to uh tottenham which is a one of the um soccer or as they say foot football teams uh, in the premier league now before we get into this do you understand or do you are you aware of it's something that i'm new to mm-hmm. uh, do you know about the rele- relegation have you heard about this relegation term that they use in this in this at all? No, no. So in, in, so in the Premier League, the way it works is um, there are X amount of, there's like 20 teams. Right. And so if you end up at the bottom, I don't remember if it's one or two, you actually mm-hmm. get pulled, you're thrown out of the league. Right. And then you're kind of in the, whatever they call like the the next tier of. Yes, yes. So then you you go to a different league, and then you have yeah. to the top of that league gets put put into the into the top. So it's like right. there's a so there's this constant tension 
of not being last or near the last. Yes. Because I, mean, I only know a little bit of this from watching Ted Lasso. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And in the first season, at the <laughs> yeah. end of that season, it was right. over to everyone. Yeah. Uh, that team gets relegated. Um, but he gets, they get promoted in the second. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So the way that this is going to be, they're, they're, they're in Tottenham, which is huge. It's the biggest one in all of London, uh, the stadium. They're going to form three teams, four teams of three and play matches um and the last team will compete against each other so the first uh round is going to be two uh four teams and two teams will face off against each other head to head um surrounding cheese um the teams end up being luciana gabri begonia which makes sense because gabri has worked with luciana and begonia previously mm-hmm. um charbel runs from ali even though they're very close because Ali has immunity, which makes sense. Charbel, mm-hmm. Sarah, Sylvia end up together. Uh, Victoire, Nicole, Omar end up together. And Buddha and Tom, which were very, which to me was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Very modernist. In terms yeah. Of technique. They sort of end up getting stuck with Ali, even though Buddha was like, I did not want Ali, not because I don't mm-hmm. think he's good, but because he has immunity. Okay. So they pull knives, they draw knives. Um, Stilton, heads up is going to be Luciana Gabri Begonia versus Victoire Nicole and Amar and then Charbel Sarah Sylvia versus Buddha Tom Ali on Wensleydale. I've never even heard of Wensleydale. I haven't either. It's probably a very local uh yeah I mean English well I think we've all had Stilton that's a very common yeah Lucy's we've seen. Yeah. Um so in round one let me go over the dishes here. Uh so the first dish is uh, Victoire, Amar, and Nicole. They do duck breast with roasted fruit, Stilton butter, jus with blue cheese and walnut crumble. They go up against Luciana, Begonia, and Gabri, who does a poached egg with pear and balsamic vinegar, Stilton phone, and crumble. This ends up being um, a four to one. I think it's five uh, sorry, zero. Five yeah, it was a yeah. it was a complete yeah. Uh-huh. Victoire Nicole Lamar beats Luciana Gabri Begonia and Stilton. Uh, what's interesting to me is Nicole does not mention that she has this Victoire. Sorry about I, the I, allergy. Sorry. I meant Victoire. Yeah, she has a massive allergy. <laughs> yeah, and then cut to EpiPen in her EpiPen in her leg. It's like leg. a whole thing. Yeah, she couldn't even yeah. attend. The presentation of the dish because yeah. they really because her throat was closing up yeah. so they it had the crazy. medical you know yeah. um luckily she won so she doesn't have to compete in the next yeah match uh so that team wins and moves on and luciana gabri begonia ends up uh, not I, what's funny is when they said cheese i actually thought that luciana gabri begonia would might not do well because i just felt like still i also feel like stilton is not a easy cheese to work it's, it's not, not. A, like, it's not a um cheese is hard to work into any dish but i feel like still bl- any blue cheese is like mm-hmm. so aggressive mm-hmm. that i think the these three um are such uh precise and um their flavors strike me as more subtle mm. this is like blue cheese is like Stilton's like in your face That's yeah it's not like maybe uh in particular like nicole and amar's um, strengths might kind of play into that. Oh, interesting. Uh, and and they did. Out, yeah. Turned out to be true. So um, next up, we have the um, 
the uh, Wensleydale matchup, right? Um, mm-hmm. And the Wensleydale is um, Buddha Tom and Ali did a braised onion with Wensleydale cheese puree, pickled grapes, pickled chilies, and brown butter crumble. Mm-hmm. And Charbel, Sylvia, and Sarah did a cauliflower Welsh rarebit, stout and cheese sauce, uh, caramelized shallot and cheese puree with raw cauliflower. It's funny. There's a moment when they kind of talk to Tom, or not, they cut to Tom. And Tom's like, yeah, they, they pick cauliflower. That seems like such an obvious fit, which mm-hmm. again, I don't know this cheese, so I don't know. And then they also got the Buddha being like, cauliflower is so obvious. Uh huh. Um, yeah. But being obvious in a cheese when cheese sometimes, is the main yeah. thing. Yeah. I think maybe, like, maybe obvious just in the sense that like cauliflower and cheese. They kind of go to, I think of like a cauliflower gratin, you know? Yes, yes, yes. That way, yeah. Uh, and so uh, in a four to one win, Charbel, Sarah, and Sylvia win. Um, and again, I think uh, this makes sense to me uh, sort of in retrospect because Buddha and Tom, they, they just like Luciana, Gabriel, and Begonia, they're like fine dining chefs in terms mm-hmm. of like their like headspace is very like, precise and working with cheese is such a it feels more like in your face the flavors of so that's why sure they would suffer four to one they lose um round two uh, they have to use bramley apples now Mm -hmm. and this is i mean you can see the tension now because buddha is very anxious about the situation yeah um getting very anxious because if they lose they end up having the fight and Ali's not going home. It's going to be him. Right. Or and yeah. um, so next up we have um, with the apples, Luciana Begonia Gabri did a crab and apple cannelloni with apple mayonnaise and Buddha and Tom and Ali did Bramley apple tart with caramelized apple, nut crumble and creme anglaise. Uh, Buddha, Tom, Ali win five Oh. Yeah. Uh, and pre- and which I kind of was like, uh, I think that's there just seemed to be a lot of issues for the apples on the green team, which are Luciana, Gabri, Begonia. Like mm-hmm. they started this color. Yeah. I thought that like choosing, is it crab? Yeah. It was yeah. It felt like that felt maybe like a touch too far. Um, but mm. that said, like they said it was delicious. It just was, they just felt like. Um, Buddha Tom and Ali's dish felt more like apple forward. Yeah, they showcased the apple. Um, also interesting that Tom got stuck doing a dessert again when he <laughs> completely <laughs> botched the first <laughs> the, the quick fire. He's very, like, very. He's like, yeah, sure, funny. I'm gonna do dessert because I did so well the last time. You're right, right, right. Um, but <laughs> but he, he and he kind of left it to them, and he and he was just kind of like, you guys decide. You want to do a tatan, or you want to do a you know a crumb? I'm just doing the topping. You tell me what to do. Right, and, and I think it helps that. Uh, Buddha is um, has pastry experience, is married to a pastry chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, if you're going to do it, there was a lot of confidence there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's he knew what he when was you have doing. someone who's like, they know what they're doing. And you're yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go along with this. Yep. Uh, so, it's now Begonia, Luciana, and Gabri facing oh, off against each other. That was heartbreaking. Was heartbreaking. They all seemed in a good mood about it, but there was tension. There's a real tension because yeah. someone was going home. Yeah. Um, but there's no anger. It just was like no. this the way it is. Um, no. There was something very like sad about the whole yes. situation. Well, and, and 
you know, they'd, they'd been cooking already for 90 minutes and now mm-hmm. they have to add another 45 on for just mm-hmm. one dish yeah. and they're exhausted. You can just feel it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with as much time as they're having to. So like, there's also like a, a physical element of this particular challenge that was very, you could see by all, they're all white by the yeah. end of this. So Begonia does a cream of peas with creme fraiche, salted peas, fried peas, and pea, puree, uh, pea meringue. And I was right away, I was like, as soon as they showed peas, they, oh, they had these English peas in round three. Um, I knew Begonia was going to crush because she had mentioned in a previous episode and again in this episode that mm-hmm. her restaurant is like all about veg. Like mm-hmm. that's her thing. So mm-hmm. as soon as she saw peas, I was like, oh, I knew she was going to crush it. And when mm-hmm. she made the pea meringue, yeah, pea, meringue from like, pea protein. It's like I don't even know what that is. What does that mean? I don't even know what it means. <laughs> what does but that I was mean? like, that's insane. Like using the pea protein. But, and yeah, that. and then Gail is just like very knowingly. She's like, so you made the meringue from pea protein? Wow, great! Like, like that's a thing. Like one does. Right. And, and uh, it's funny because Tom sort of was like, uh, it didn't feel you know. But I was like, this is a huge. Like you can't fault the. Like the flavor is my, like, it's like, there's nothing but peas on this dish. Like, yeah. it, it's I'm like, sure it was a landslide. I just feel like they had to like, you know, make it sound. Get in, yeah. Okay. Get in a couple of edits with the, you know, some one judge being like, yeah, but the peas in the other dish were better. Right, cooked, right, right. Or, you know, just so it doesn't feel so obvious. Uh, Luciana did a scallop carpaccio with uh, yakiniku, uh, yakiniku, sauce. yakiniku sauce and pe- uh-huh. pea velute. Um, they didn't like this dish. Um, the sauce was, they felt like it was yeah. spread with, um, with the velouté. Um, and then finally, Gabri did a sautéed peas with uh, cured beets with a pea and mint tuile. I thought this dish looked great. My concern yeah. with this was that, was it enough? Was it pea forward enough? Like, right. I think the argument to be made against Gabri was that peas were there, is very present, but was it the star, which is what you were supposed to do? Um and Luciana ends up going home, uh, sadly. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we go, we go to Last Chance Kitchen, and Tom, he always does this, he does this thing where he's like, "Let's do what we just did in the, in yeah. the episode, and just like combine everything." So he challenges all of them to uh, make a dish with cheese, apples, peas, and then adds protein of mm-hmm. rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, May has never cooked rabbit. <laughs> no. Um, so already one. I was just like, as soon as she said, I've that's never cooked tough. rabbit. Like not cooking rabbit. And then also cheese and rabbit is not the most obvious. Yeah. It is a very disparate dish. Like it, it, it felt like a, a chopped challenge that like mm. it's hard. Cheese alone is hard. Yeah. Like if she, if he had said no cheese and the other, like it would have been okay. But like, yeah, it's a really hard thing. Yeah. And rabbit is dish. such a, delicate meat yeah um okay so may did a rabbit loin roulade with ricotta mascarpone cheese and apple and peas i have such love for may because (laughs) taking a protein she's never worked with and then like Mm -hmm. i'll make a roulade yeah luciana did a rabbit loin with miso and sake sauce mashed peas and mascarpone and glazed apples and then finally, Rose did, Dale did a roasted rabbit loin and kidneys with feta and apple, espuma, and peas. I I thought that, like, you know, Dale, like, whenever they use, like, offal, like, kidneys, I always feel like that's a, 
such a chefy thing to do in this mm-hmm. competition. Um, but you're cooking for one person and he is a chef. So I thought that was a smart decision. Um, May ends up going home. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I was so sad. I had yeah. a drink. I was so sad. <laughs> oh. In my in my house by myself late at night, and I was like, oh, just feeling all the feelings for her. Yeah, Um, I just I'm very sad about it. Um, I really wanted her to go further too, uh, and I just felt like this was a this was a challenge. She was the the chances of her, yeah, the challenge were so yeah. It's not in her wheelhouse. Yes, yes. Like someone said, was it Samuel who was watching the competition from the sidelines, and he said, "Oh, you're gonna use Thai flavors." And at first, I was like, "Oh yeah, like a rabbit curry would work." But then, how would you throw cheese in there? You know. Well, in rabbit, as she mentions, is like the, it's very um, because of its size and and the texture. Mm, yeah, you can you, overcook rabbit so fast. Yeah, you know, because it doesn't have yeah. a ton of fat. So you know, it's 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 not, and, and you don't have time to experiment. Let me cook the loin for a minute see and see that, what if that works out right you either like you know the quick fire is like you either get it or you you're either you know you have to make a decision and that's you have to live with it yeah um so the current scoreboard nadia 39 bernard 52 uh you crept up a little bit feeling good um mm. i didn't know what to do in terms of scoring for the, uh, the elimination yeah but my feeling was I hope you're okay with this. I decided because there was no announced top where they had just the top, like, oh, this was the best. That to me made me feel like, okay, should we should just, especially because it's a relegation challenge, Mm -hmm. we should only count the bottom. I agree. I think that's fine. I feel like that's really good. Um, Okay. Who are we feeling nervous about for next week? Uh, I continue to be nervous for Victoire. Yeah. And I think Omar too. Just not, not, shining strongly enough for me yeah it's funny i was thinking more about last week's episode where (laughs) the the vinegar chip fries right was his idea to put the vinegar right and then Mm -hmm. but but he also was the reason that they were on the bottom because of the the batter Mm -hmm. and like those sort of like uh highs and lows um just don't wear well for a long-term competition. Yeah. Chances. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I'm nervous for, I'm nervous for him. Uh, it's really interesting to me thinking about how Nicole, they, they, they cut a little bit to Nicole in her original Top Chef series um, and how she was like, I was kind of, I was not very nice. I, I can be assertive in group challenges. Um, I feel like they're setting something up with her in terms of like oh that's a good point yeah something's Um, about to happen yeah i just think and i don't know if it's good or bad but i feel like there's some some brewing like she's Mm. i think the oldest chef Mm -hmm. uh she won an all-star season in canada so i think that there's like a you know there's something about her i find like i I think she's fine and charming but i can see how you know she there's a point where (laughs) during the during the elimination challenge she like jumped on the on the cutting board that Victoire was working on to show her how to cut something. And I was like, oh man, it, this is not, yeah. this is not good. <laughs> this feels like something and yeah. it's going to grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. We'll talk next week. All right. Thank you.
You can show your love for the Draw Knives podcast with a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also share this on social media or send this episode to the top chef fans and foodies in your life.